Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of The Writer's Haven. I'm your host, Musu of Musu Writes, and today's guest is Jeff Lupinacci. Um, He has a book out called Only Ten. Uh, He teamed up with Nick Pearson and had a great conversation with Jeff, so I do want to thank him for coming on. Um, He has been all over the world, and um, he has a lot of life lessons to share with us that I think will be useful, especially with everything that's going on. So please check it out. Um, His book, Only 10, is available with Harris Publishing, and I believe you can also go to Amazon to purchase a copy of it. Um, And the book basically talks about uh, the life of Lot. And they ask a lot of probing questions, you know, as far as his role and what he did while living in the land of Sodom um, for for many years. Uh, And it it will make you question yourself and the effect that you have on your community and the people around you. So if you have a chance, grab a copy. And as always, I do want to thank you all for your continued interest for the subscribers and the new followers. And um, we will ha- we do have more episodes on the way. So thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode and talk to you all soon. Um, and so I just always like to talk about, you know, um, what led you to you know, the, the journey that you're on, because you have a very accomplished background in HR, you've been around the world. Um, can you highlight certain aspects of your background that led to you becoming an author? You know, it's, it's a fascinating, um, I've, I've thought about how in the world did I ever get to a point where I wanted to write a book. And, and I realized that as a teenager in, in uh, high school, that I, I wanted to, to publish something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the, the funny reason is that the, the reason I wanted to publish it is so that generations from now, someone would know that I, you know, had lived, right? Yeah. That, that was my frame of reference from, you know, as a 15 year old going, mm-hmm. well, what is my legacy going to be? Oh, interesting. Thought, okay. Yeah. You know, and, and <clears throat> so you know, I, I, I wrote a lot of poetry in high school, you know, the, the angst of, <laughs> of a teenager and, and whatnot. And, and uh, I'd set that aside. And then I picked up um, writing some short stories. I, I love science fiction fantasy. So I tried my hand at a couple short stories um, uh, and, and really set all that aside. Once I really got into the workplace and you know, life happens and kids happen and, and that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I was always on the creative side within, within work. Um, okay. I, I, was always, I was always the one doing the creative PowerPoint or, um, you know, doing the, the monthly newsletter, yeah. just a little bit um, more unique than, than the, the other person. And, okay. Um, and so, you know, it's been, it's been just kind of who I am and, and every once in a while, I just have to get creative in in the mundane parts of my job. So, right. Of course. And with, you know, again, with the different experiences that you've had, um, you, a lot of the times you had to be quote unquote out of your, your comfort zone, you know, especially when you're living overseas, um, and with those type, in those type of scenarios, what is the biggest life lesson you feel you learned being outside your comfort zone? Mm. Well, certainly flexibility is, is, is key. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, uh, try not to take yourself too serious because you're going to be put into a situation that you have no idea how to handle. Mm -hmm. And, and so humility plays a, a big part of that. Right. Um, you know, can't tell you how many times I've relied on the kindness of strangers who, who, you know, barely, I can barely communicate with, with my little bit of whatever language I learned, whether it was mm -hmm. Russian or Japanese and their little bit of English to, to kind of help, um, help me out. And, wow. and so, you know, that, that just really, um, I think those are a couple of key, key elements. Okay. Awesome. And so let's talk about your, your book only 10. Um, is this your first book? Um, is this your first book you've authored? It, it is my first book. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it, it, it took, oh gosh, it, it took about five, six years to actually write mm -hmm. and, and, and find a, find a, a publisher. And then, mm -hmm. and of course the editing process is, mm -hmm. is, uh, is not a quick um, activity either, right? But uh, so it was. It was a. It 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 took a while, but yeah, it was. It's my first book. I'm, um, I've got I've got a couple uh, of treatments that I've done on some other other ideas, and mm -hmm. and um, I've been approached to uh, co-author a book in the HR talent space. So I may I may mm -hmm. set aside some of the stuff that I've been you know kind of dabbling mm -hmm. in to, to write more of the business oriented book. Okay. So with only 10, is this more of a, um, like personal insight as far as, uh, you know, navigating through certain things? Can you, um, give us a little bit of insight on the book? Sure. You know, it's, it's a Christian book. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's based on the Bible. Um, uh, it, and it, it, it really, um, I was, I was sitting in my uh, prayer time with God and, and I was, I was wondering if, if I was supposed to write a book. And, and mm -hmm. so I was just kind of talking and said, well, you know, and I was thinking maybe it was what, you know, what's it like to be a Christian in the workplace? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, how can you just love people even with different ideas and, and whatnot. And, 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 I heard um, something, it wasn't audible, but it probably was the closest thing that was audible. And I, I heard this uh, lot and I'm, and I'm thinking lot. Um, and you know, most people don't know lot. If, mm -hmm. if you haven't spent any time in, in the Bible, right. uh, lot is, lot's really a bit character. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have heard of, of Sodom and Gomorrah and, and kind right. of the the negative term and, oh, you know, it's, it's all, you know, God destroyed those cities because, you know, they, they were homosexual and stuff, which actually wasn't true. But mm -hmm. um, and so it, it started me down this path of, of what, what, was, what was interesting about Lot. And so um, uh, it, it really uh, highlighted that here was someone who uh, knew God, had a relationship with him, yet had no discernible influence on a town mm -hmm. Um over 15, 20 year period. And, yeah. and why was that? And, and what could we do different to, to just be a, a better influence mm -hmm. just to, to love people. And, um, and, and so that's what, you know, only 10 was about because uh, in, in Genesis, God says, well, if for only 10, I won't destroy the cities. And, mm -hmm. and so that's where the title came from. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and so with, with you saying that, <clears throat> you know, the workplace, 
so much has changed within the past year. A lot. <laughs> That's <laughs> to another statement. <laughs> to say the least. So COVID in the workplace, how does how can only 10 be applied to that situation? Well, um, so uh, the, the workplace has changed. I'm, I'm now 100% virtual. So yeah. it, it's, it's actually a, a really fascinating um, conversation around how do, you, how do you have positive influence on people when you're just seeing them through right. a screen? Exactly. Um, you can't sit and have a cup of coffee with someone. You can't take a break with them. You can't, you know, hang out and, and at the water cooler and, mm -hmm. and just find out how they're doing when you run into them in the hall. And mm -hmm. um, so you have to be a whole lot more intentional. Uh, I, I have found that that I am spending more time uh, thinking, oh, I should send a text to so-and-so because I haven't talked to them for a while. Mm -hmm. Um uh, we, we have um, uh, some, some communication tools. We use teams within, within the company. And so routinely I'll, I'll now just start texting people that I haven't, haven't touched base with. And, and, and so, um, you know, it's, you can't just uh, think that relationships will continue to, to flourish mm -hmm. if you're not interacting with, mm -hmm. with someone. And mm -hmm. And of course, isolation has, has hit so many people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually just reading a um, uh, article that that while wellness in the workplace has been a, a hot topic um, uh, over the last few years, it, it's it's now really shifted to uh, mental health. That's right. So so mental health was always a small component of wellness. Mm -hmm. Now it is, it is much, it's much bigger and much more important because, you know, of, of isolation and depression and, right. um, and that, that, that human contact, the human interaction, which is so critical for us as people. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's amazing how we realize um, how much of a, a difference it makes to physically <laughs> be around someone. Usually, you know, hey, I need to get away from everything and everybody, but the tables have definitely turned. So um, yeah, and I, th I think you made a very important uh, point when you said it, it needs to be more intentional when you're reaching out to somebody uh, versus, you know, taking things for granted. Um, with, with not being in a physical, you know, workspace. So yeah, that's definitely something to take into consideration. So we have COVID in the workplace. So I got to ask you about politics in the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> you had to bring that up. I, you know, and I, I don't bring politics into the show, but, um, you know, given so much that's going on, it's kind of unavoidable in a way, but how can only 10 come into play when it comes to politics in the workplace? You know, I think I think the 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 most important thing that we can do is actually be willing to sit down and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Un unfortunately, um, <clears throat> too many people in our in our country think opinion is a conversation. Here's my opinion. Take it or leave it. If I don't agree with you, then I'm going to cancel you. And that that is not having a positive influence. Right. Um, I, I don't, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Um, I, I want to sit down and, and talk what, mm -hmm. why, why are you, um, you know, think like that? Or why do you believe that? What is it that you, 
you know, like or dislike, mm -hmm. because if I, if I understand um, where you're coming from, I will definitely have empathy. We may not agree on the solutions, right. which is okay, um, because that's what our country's about. It's okay right. that we disagree. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. that doesn't seem to be what anybody cares about. And, right. and so I actually have a, uh, a chapter in the book all about, um, you know, just having the conversation. And that's where, that's where it starts. Okay. And in today's, you know, atmosphere, uh, it, it can be, it can take a more bravery, I think, to talk about certain things, especially if you have certain beliefs, if you have a certain faith. Um, so when in, in putting this particular book of yours together, can you talk about areas you pulled from as far as, okay, I'm going to talk about, I'm put including this in the book because, yeah. you know. Yeah, there, there's actually, there, there's, there's definitely a chapter or two in there that, that, you know, um, may, may seem uh, on the outside in terms of uh, religious beliefs and whatnot. You know, I talk mm -hmm. about prophecy and, and healing and, and whatnot. And, and some of the mainline denominations, mainline Christians and whatnot, they may not believe that. And they may think, oh, well, that's just, uh, you know, that that's kind of hocus pocus. But I, mm -hmm. I draw from my experience um, in those those realms. And so, you know, I tried to approach some of these topics that may be a little bit more uh, cautious, mm -hmm. um, just, just with, a, with, with sharing my experience, because, you know, right or wrong, um, it, it's what, it's what I, I have, you know, firsthand knowledge of, um, not that I'm an expert, but I have firsthand knowledge of it. And, and, you can, you can call me a liar perhaps, but, um, you know, you can't really refute that I had that experience, right? You know, I'm, I'm drinking a cup of tea right now. Mm -hmm. It's my experience. It's what's, it's what's happening. Right. You know, you might go, oh, no, well, that's coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. We can have that conversation. <laughs> um, so that, that, that chapter was, was interesting. I mean, <clears throat> you know, being in the business world and, and putting out a Christian book, I wasn't sure what what was right. you know, going to be the result of that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know what I found is uh, e even people who don't believe in in God, if I have a relationship with them, um, then they're okay with the fact that I I wrote a Christian book. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. You know, uh, when when I had I had one person that I'd worked with uh, a lot of years, um, they they uh, saw what you know that the book was about. You know, had had some backdrop of Sodom and Gomorrah, and and so they reached out and said, uh, you know, well, gosh, are you talking about homosexuality and and whatnot? That was kind of the first first thought on, on people, and it's like, no, I, I don't mention it at all. Cause that's not, that's not paramount to the story. And that's not gonna, that, that's irrelevant. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if I, if I love people, it doesn't matter what they, um, what they believe, what their sexual orientation is, any of that. And it's, it's just really about, um, you know, being that positive influence on, on the world around us. Um, yeah. and, and that, and so, so 
it actually spurred conversations with folks that I, mm -hmm. I hadn't had um, uh, discussions with about, you know, deeper topics. Right. So, and it seems like um, from what you're saying, it's more of a, well, of course you, it's based in your Christian, Christian faith, but there is practical, um, there's a practical aspect of it as far as, you know, getting through the different challenges of life. Um, and it's, and also with the feedback that you've been getting, it's, people have been receptive. Yep. Um, as far as, you know, with your message and what you put out there, have you come across any, um, any reactions that may have surprised you? Um, I, I think what really surprised me is that there were some people that, that just absolutely loved it and, okay. and, you know, promoted it. And that, that was, it was a pleasant surprise, of course, but <laughs> Um, you know, as a as a, a creative, as a writer, you, you have no idea right. if someone's going to like your work. And um, I mean, I I assumed it was good enough because I found a, a publisher. But, you know, there's there's a, you know, uh, how, what, what, what is the statistic like, um, you know, the average self-publisher sells 100 <laughs> copies um to their friends and family and right. and um you know so it's like there's a lot of people writing books out there mm -hmm. uh, so so it was really nice to hear you know when when someone yeah. you know, had a really positive positive mm -hmm. and it's it's encouraging to hear that um you were you were published you know uh and that you have you have a growing base of people who appreciate the book um, because, you know, sometimes, especially if you have certain beliefs, if you're, if you're a Christian, it can be harder to navigate through the, the, the marketing, you know, publishing world. Yeah. The, um, well, publishing world in, in general is just super hard. It, yeah. um, I was able through a friend, a, a small, okay. a small, um, publishing company. I, I don't know, mm. they may have five or six authors and, okay. um, a dozen books. So, it, you know, very, very small Dallas based um, publisher. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a friend who introduced me to it. And, and, and that, that was how I, um, you know, found it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I spent a lot of time researching. Wow. You write a book and you go, you know, I, I know how to find a job. I know how to, you know, recruit. I know how to do all these things in the business world, but, but getting a book published and 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 I, I really didn't want to go the self-publishing route mm -hmm. um even though there's a lot of benefits to it and and you know going going through it again i might i might think differently but i i really wanted to um find a publisher and i i i sent out lots of letters and right. um and I mean, I looked into the vanity press, you know, kind mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, here, pay $2,000 and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, you know, edit your book and get it out. And, right. you know, you'll still sell your hundred copies. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it, it was, it was fascinating. Um, and I, 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 I was able to talk to some very successful published authors and, mm -hmm. and editors and they said, look, if, if, uh, if you don't have like 20,000 social media followers, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to get a book deal from one of the, mm -hmm. the, the bigger, um, uh, bigger uh, companies, uh, publishers, especially in the Christian world. 
Hmm, that's um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So the, um, you know, the, 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 they look for like pastors that have, you know, 10,000 okay. members or uh, social media with mm-hmm. 20,000 and that, because then, then they're pretty much, I think their model is says, Oh, we can make our money back and right. we can make money if there's, you know, this is kind of our break even mm-hmm. in terms of followers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it didn't, didn't matter that I had, you know, a couple thousand Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. They're like, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, and I, you know, I'm kind of, I, I go back and forth with that. Um, to me, it, it shouldn't matter. Uh, you know, but I guess that, you know, they have reasons why they look at those specific numbers. Um, and now, if you're a great writer, it doesn't, it, it doesn't that, you know, it, it, that, that can, that can throw things off, but you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And okay. So, um, with moving forward, do you have, well, like, what do you have planned if you do for uh, a next book? Like, what do you want to touch on in future books? So I, I do have a, um, uh, 30, 31 day daily devotional that, oh. that I've, I've written and, you know, going through that editing process. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that will uh, get out in 2021. Okay. Awesome. Um, and then, um, one of the one of the the stories that I really want to get out is um, uh, around how do we find um, satisfaction in in the work that we're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, especially in the business world, you know, most of most of the career is about trying to find success, mm-hmm. climbing the ladder. Um, at some point. Um, there's an author, Bob Buford, that, that has a great book called Halftime. And, and he talks about, you know, at, at some point you get high enough in the, the ladder that, that you, you stop seeking after success. You want to um, go after significance. How are you going to be significant to the world? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I kind of take, I've been, I've been playing with how do, how do we um, actually turn that concept of, of just being significant to really being satisfied with um, you know, our life, um, and, and our career choices and and whatnot. So I've been, I've been building a treatment on that. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, been slow going surprisingly, uh, I would have thought that COVID, I would have had a whole lot more time to write, but, um, being resources, it, it, I actually worked harder in 2020 than I probably had, you know, in my life. So, yeah, I I think you speak for a lot of people when you say that. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I know a lot, a lot of folks that were like, Hey, I have all this time. And I'm like, well, that, that would have been really, really nice. But yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, well, of course, you know, of course the, the traveling has probably cut back for you, but um, do you still plan on doing that in the future when, you know, things kind of die down? Oh, I love, I love traveling. Mm-hmm. And um uh, it's one of the things I love about my my job, especially being in a global global company. I get to I get to yeah. go to all kinds of countries, and mm-hmm. um, uh, but uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, sidelined a little bit. I got uh, both of my kids are getting married in the next uh, twelve months. So, oh wow! Okay. You know, so <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So I'll I'll. All that is uh, all my attention yeah. is 
<laughs> is getting my son married in, in the summer and my daughter married next uh, okay. winter. All right, nice. All right, so as far as uh, words of wisdom, uh, word of advice for those who may be starting out and they're not sure how to get through this this whole uh, publishing thing or what, uh, as far as getting their message out there, uh, what words of advice do you have for them? Well, um, certainly uh, start trying to get a um, you know following out in the social media space, get a blog going, you know whether it's WordPress or whatever you want to use. Um, start building that that base, um, uh, and um, you know try to try to make sure that your your story. Uh, is 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 unique. <clears throat> um, one of the things that I, I'd recommend is go to the bookstore if you if you can go to a bookstore in, in your your area, and and go to the section of books that that you, you know you want to write to right? fantasy, science fiction, whatever, and 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 just go through you know the books and and write down what are the books that are similar to what you are um, writing about whatever, you know, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, mm -hmm. um, so that you really have an understanding of what's out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, then you can make sure that it's, it's different enough if it's, you know, in a crowded space, mm -hmm. um, so that it can be, uh, can, can be heard. Um, you know, if, if you have, uh, uh, if you're not finished with a manuscript yet, um, you know, edit the heck out of the first couple of chapters and start sending it to, um, to agents if you, if you um, hope to go the traditional publishing route. That is some great advice. And I, I got to ask you your thoughts um, because some people, they feel that they can do it without an editor. I say the complete opposite. Um, did you have an editor? Okay. Yeah, the the publishing company had a had a wonderful yeah. wonderful editor. Yeah. And, and she, <laughs> yeah. What what you don't realize is, I think I had written, oh, it must have been close to 50, 55,000 words in the in the book, and 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 it ended up being like just over thirty thousand. So I mean, they they like almost cut it in half. Yeah. So um, that whole editing process is really hard. <laughs> it and, is. And I'm sorry if you're trying to do it on your own. No, you can't do it because no. oh, I like that sentence. I like this paragraph. Oh, no. that that's my baby right there. And you need someone that is an yeah. impartial third party that's going to tear it up and make sure that the story, whatever it is, is is really going to yeah. engage the reader. Exactly. Yeah. So yep. I couldn't agree more. So, well, thank you for that. I mean, that's some great advice. And I do want to thank you also for coming on today. Um, you know, it, it's always great to meet new authors and just to see where they're at in their journey. So I look forward to, you know, seeing more about um, your future books that you plan on writing. And, uh, you know, just want to give you a, a thanks. So can you just let folks know how they can get in contact with you? Sure. Um, uh, you can... Uh, go to uh, jefflupinacci.com. That that has um, tends to be more of a, a business site. Um, Only-10.com is the book site. Mm -hmm. um, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter is jlupinacci. Um, so 
um, yeah, any any of those places, uh, you know, connect away. All right, sounds good. All right, so I, I want to thank you again, and um, when you get a chance. Uh...